Welcome to the O-Crit Podcast, the show that brings improv and fantasy roleplay together. From the minds of the improvisers of the O-Crit Improv Show, you can find more information about this podcast and our improv group on our Facebook page, O-Crit the D&D Improv Show, and email us with feedback about this podcast at ocritpodcast at gmail.com. Join us once again as we venture into the lands of Ravenloft. We continue our journey with our adventurers in the village of Barovia in Spooky Sleepover. Okay, friends. Before we jump in, does anyone have any questions or anything? Negative. Nope. Okay. Um, does anybody want to recap what happened last time? Yeah. So last adventure, we were escorting a suspiciously overguarded caravan across the not so dangerous. Oh wait, is Chadwick uh, retelling or is Jordan retelling? <laughs> you are the bard. Um, I you know I was just thinking uh, players, but if Chadwick wants to retell, well, if Chadwick Chad tells it, it's not going to be accurate. Okay, let, let's hear let's hear what Jordan okay. recaps. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so we escorted the suspiciously overguarded caravan through the not-so-dangerous Badlands and ended up in a Russian circus performance of some sort where we were handsomely rewarded and asked for further assistance by... We were delivered a letter allegedly from Kolyan Indirovich. One. Thank you. And we set out to help Kolyan Indirovich and made our way towards Barovia, the um, historical but recently unheard of land. And as we made our way there, we were attacked by a group of wolves who killed a friend of ours. Yeah. Uh, who turned out uh, to be a changeling, we suspect. And lucky for us. Lucky for us. That it wasn't our friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was, and our friend was a <laughs> changeling all along. Yep. There's really no way to know. <laughs> but we did eventually come upon some large creepy gates that opened for us and closed behind us and would not open again. And then we saw a skeletal horse smash itself into smoke across those gates who that skeletal horse dropped a drawing that looked strikingly similar to a drawing that Chadwick made back at the age of six and distinctly has memory of destroying. After which we had a big group therapy, group hug, cry session, uh, and then decided that we should continue on our journey from there. Yeah. I believe that's where we left and off. Don't forget that we also figured out that we had been bamboozled. <laughs> bamboozled by... Because we found the other letter. Oh, right. We found another letter, which... Uh, also supposedly from Kolyan Indirovich, but mm-hmm. clearly written by a different person. A different also, author, for Also, this sure. one was in the hand of a dead skeleton. <laughs> yeah, which I'm inclined to believe the one held by the dead skeleton over the one handed to us by yeah. a live person. Yes, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. It was more more corpse than skeleton yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you you saw uh, around the body lots and lots of very large uh, paw prints, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and off in the distance you hear a sound effect that happened right on cue. On cue. There it goes. That should be twice that left. <laughs> Ian, turn yeah, it up. I would turn it up. I think it would just maybe the. You just struck. <laughs> that is the sexiest volume control. <laughs> right. You turned it on. Oh, it's just not a very loud howl. Oh, because it's far away. 
That's a little better. That's better. Turn, turn it around. In the mutants? There we go. I couldn't that's, tell. That's where most of the speakers is. So when you call it surround sound, you are lying. Anyone's surround sound. Oh. <laughs> uh, so you hear a howl in the distance, and uh, if I could summarize what your reaction was, I think you basically noped out of there. Yes, that is correct. Uh, yeah, I just I, I just pictured just lots of like very tight steps, but hurried. You're not quite running, but hurrying down the path. Yep. <laughs> yes. So now. So you're hurrying down the path. Wait, before yes. you jump into that, can we do quick character introductions again? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good idea. the benefit of each other and our audience. Yeah. Great. Okay, I'll go first. Yes. Uh, I am Jordan, and I am playing Chadwick Longfellow, the human bard with daddy issues. And what does he, uh, what's, what does Chadwick look like? Ah, great question. Uh, Chadwick looks like you might imagine a man named Chad. <laughs> uh, he has gorgeous blonde hair, and he is tall and slender, but not particularly muscular. Uh, he is very well-dressed. His fashion sense is not great, but he's wearing like fashionable clothes that aren't really all that well-matched. Yeah, so... That is Chadwick. Uh, I'm Rob. I play Pilfer, the halfling rogue. And Pilfer looks like a halfling rogue. <laughs> Very descriptive, Rob. Dope, dope, dope. Dark, dark clothing, dark eyes. Uh, he's moody. He doesn't play well with others at first. So, what's it to see? Is uh, what's his hair look like? What's uh... oh, well, his hair's short, cropped, dark hair because you don't want to have long yeah. hair in a fight. Any facial Any, hair? No facial hair. No facial Clean hair. shaven. Clean shaven or like five o'clock shadow? Maybe five o'clock shadow. Because <laughs> he likes to, yeah. he likes to, you know, he doesn't have time to yeah. shave all the time. So. Very nice. I'm Ian and I play Osric Hohenzollern. He's a Goliath fighter. He is uh, seven feet tall. <laughs> His skin is the color of stone. He has no hair. Keeps it, keeps it bald as most Goliaths do. Um... But he wears those kind of fancy old-timey military uniforms that have those big poof sleeves and those slits in them that have the different colors inside. Um, he definitely has one of those big hats that have the feather coming out of the top. Wow. <laughs> Currently ca uh, caked in dried mud from when he got very drunk. But he, ha he has a, a chainmail shirt over top that and is just so many weapons. <laughs> There's a crossbow on his back. Also a sword on his hip. He carries a halberd. He's a walking death machine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm Amber, and I'm playing Azriel Stubbins, who is a half-elf sorcerer who, up until fairly recently, was a sailor. So he is mostly just wearing, like, the big-ass sailory pants and a tight little jacket, because he does not <laughs> own anything else. <laughs> And his shoes are fairly okay for walking. He may or may not have bought them, because up until fairly recently, he did not own shoes. <laughs> <laughs> He's your classic tanned, dark-haired fella. Uh, <laughs> I guess he is doing his best. And that is all we can say about Asriel. <laughs> That's great. Uh, and I am Matt, and I am your dungeon master. And he's extremely handsome. Mm-hmm. A real cutie patootie. Oh, I thought you were talking about Azrael. No, God, no. <laughs> no. Azrael is deformed. Azrael is not that handsome. He is oh. a 
His last name is Stubbins. His dad <laughs> lives in the equivalent of a trailer, which is not to say that classism is a good thing, <laughs> but he sure does not have money. <laughs> well then. So our mismatched, mishmash of a party is noping away from danger, and you're continuing. You have a map. You've only recently entered onto the uh, to the actual visible part of your map, which is of the land of Barovia. As you continue along, I need somebody to roll a d20. Just anyone. I got it. Okay. Two. Oh, boy. <laughs> Rolling hot. Uh, and so as you continue along... You go for, it's it's getting later and later at night. You guys chose to not camp in a tree, uh, as you discussed briefly, um, and have continued on trying to get to the village of Barovia. Mm-hmm. As for another hour or two, you've continued on, and off in the distance, you begin to see the outline of what looks like a village. The mist is still pretty heavy. You don't have a lot of visibility, and you can see there is definitely some moonlight, but complete cloud cover. You can see the brightness of the moon behind it, but it's but it is covered in clouds. Mm. Eventually, the muddy road gives way to some cobblestones, and you see a village. The thing that strikes all of you is it's quiet. It is... The definition of too quiet. The sounds of the animals you've been hearing coming on the road throughout the kind of wilderness and wooded areas, they're not there. You don't really hear people. Um, The one thing you hear is the sound of children, of a child crying. As you pass around the buildings, you see the buildings are very dark. They are boarded up, a lot of the ones you see. And as you come to the first kind of intersection, the first matching road, you look down, you look down to the street and you see two figures in the middle of the street uh, a couple hundred feet away. Uh, which direction is the crying coming from? It is coming from those figures. They're small, smallish figures. Mm, I thought it was you for a second, Chadwick. I, I never cry. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Chadwick calls out to the figures. Hello there, is everything okay? We are adventurers from far away. The crying still continues you see the taller of the figures look up and ro- everybody roll perception which do i roll the big, the big, oh, the big boy the big round boy. boy okay nope, this, nope. this round boy. other round boy. the other round boy <laughs> cool boy 12 12, 12. we're rolling hot today 11 11 10 10 Two. Two. <laughs> Mm-mm. Do you have Nobody's going to die. Uh, wait, no, I do. Hang on. What is that? Ah. Oh. Mm. Point to it again. I got four. It's still busted. Four. <laughs> we um, still fucked. Oh, yeah, I was looking at persuasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, you see, even with your mediocre perception rolls, uh, you can see that these are two children. Um, the taller one looks to be a girl of about 10. The shorter one looks to be a little younger, a boy of about six, maybe seven. Um, the boy is the one who is crying, and the girl has been trying to shush boy and calm him. And the girl says, yes, yes, uh, we need your help, please. Please help us. All right. I was going to stride right up there. <laughs> and as you get closer, you see that these children, they are, at first you think they're a drow or dark elves. They're almost 
purple, dark in complexion. But as you get closer, you see that they don't, no pointy ears. They are just this bizarre, pale, purple, almost, I could describe it as like moon burned in their complexion. Huh. Uh, but they appear to be human. Okay. And the little boy looks up at Osric, who's towering, <laughs> and it's just bright. And he's, you know, like nope. a little, like a little chunker, a little like Augustus Gloop, but more charming. And he's like, oh, please, please help us. There's a monster. There's a monster in, in, our, in our basement. Oh, yeah? Yes. Which one's your basement? Uh, and they point to a house, and it's basically the only thing on the street that's not boarded up. It's about three stories with looks like an attic, kind of an old Adams Family-esque house. Great. Um, but, but very, but well kept up. It doesn't appear run down. It appears nicer than the rest of the things. It's not not that kind of run down, but that style, but well kept. Where are your parents? The the girl says they're in the house. They usually they keep it locked in the basement, but we've not seen them. We've came out here to to to, to try to find help. Do you have any aunts or uncles or anything? Uh, yes, yes, we have some relatives who who can who who, who but they then they can't help inside. They're they're not they're not strong like you. Yes, well, do you have somewhere to go? And the little boy says, "Yes, yes. Oh, Rose and I can can stay. We can stay with some friends." Okay, we'll check the basement out. Oh, and the girl uh, says. Thorn and I thank you very much. But uh, I give your parents a 50-50 chance. <laughs> oh. Um. Hey, beautiful man. That's <laughs> okay. That's I, man. It's life. Look at this place. They should be used to this. It's, all right, uh, all right, Pilfer. Can you keep it down? A bit? And and uh, the the boy Thorn uh, is is crying again. <laughs> Daddy. That's not gonna help. What's your name, little girl? Uh, I'm Rosavelda. You can call me Rose, and this is Thornbolt. You can call him Thorn. Rose and Thorn. Very poetic. It's a pleasure to meet you. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Chadwick is here now, and we will take care of everything. And, and Chadwick and friends, I'm sorry. Thorn goes up to you and, like, takes your hand a little, and he goes, Thank you, Mr. Chadwick. <laughs> Mr. Chadwick, thank you. Not to worry. We've dealt with many monsters before. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, and and look, and we ha- uh, look for little Walter too. Who's Walter? He's a he's a little baby. Great. Okay, just Can got you... worse. Like a walking kind of baby, or like the crawling kind of baby. Oh, crawling baby. Great. Just I figured we should find out that one because yeah. the walking just, ones are fast. That is just. Cool. I, and Ro- <laughs> Rose said he was up in the nursery. Oh. But, but we ran out. We couldn't. We did not have time to grab him. The, the baby, I give a smaller chance of <laughs> the parents, but yeah, clearly it's a snack. Okay, we'll find Walter. Oh, thank you so much. What are but, your Paris names? Uh, they are they are Gustav and Elizabeth Durst. And we are Rose and Thorn Durst. Gustav and Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay. And they, I'm, I'm sure they can may provide you with some reward. Oh, good. Yes. They will. I guarantee it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. The Durst family, we're going to see if there's a Fred in here. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Disappointed the dad's not named Friedrich. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we, gentlemen? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Run along now, children. Yeah, yeah, go to your friends. Oh, we, we and they're just kind of, you know, waiting for you guys to go in. This doesn't feel like a setup at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to nope. go in. Nope. Yeah, okay. I'm going in. I mean, let's find the dead parents. Chadwick is going to tell a, a short story in hopes to inspire all of you. <laughs> Chadwick, let's see. It is our duty to protect those who need protecting, as we have strength. And with that strength comes a great charge of duty to protect against monsters and evils of all kinds. So gather your courage, friends, and into the mouth of evil we go once again. Can you say duty again? It's our duty. Nice. Uh, consider yourselves inspired uh, at any point uh, to one ability check or skill check or attack roll over the next, or saving throw. Uh, over the next 10 minutes, you can add a 1d6 one time at your leisure. Very nice. You also, uh, from last session, all have hero points. Oh, yeah? Uh, uh, signified by those coins, and you can trade that in to receive advantage oh, on a roll. Nice. Before the roll, or can we do it after? I'm fine with doing it after. Yeah. For now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a special thing. So norm, yeah. So normally, there's a lot of things you'd have to do before, but it's a special thing. It's a treat for good playing. So you can use it after the results of the roll. I will say. Generous DM. <laughs> for now. <laughs> oh, uh, so Osric, you're going up first, yeah. and you find the door is locked. I'm gonna kick it in. You're gonna kick it in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We have we have uh, we have babies to save. <laughs> uh, roll a perception check before oh, you beans. go. <laughs> six. A six. You glance at the door and you're struck for a moment that the door lock and handle looks like a screaming face. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Fourteen. Yeah. It just. Swings open. Knock it straight open. Oh. Doors open. Well done. What, what do you see inside? Yeah, it's... So uh, there are... So this is just kind of an interior courtyard. Oil lamps are hanging by chains. There is still a set of grand oaken doors that lie ahead of In this kind of foyer that you see a shield that has a stylized coat of arms. It's a stylized golden windmill on a red field. And there are portraits of really dour looking old people. Uh, and the doors, they look, uh, they're re a really rich, expensive looking wood. Uh, and they have panes of stained glass. Neat. Seems like a wealthy family. These are fancy, fancy lads. They are some fancy lads. Reminds me of home. Hey, uh, uh, I'm going up to them big double doors and get those Ah, yeah? Let me check the doors. Oh, all right. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, so I'm going in and heading towards the doors. Okay. Uh, will you also make a perception check? Natural 20. Hey, Natural 20. You see, as you approach to... Are you checking for traps? Yeah. Or, yeah. As you approach to check for traps, you see, being an expert... And in your field, you see the door handle and the locking mechanism seem to change. And it goes from locked to unlocked is the best you can guess. Okay. Just at random? You see, like, as you approach, had you not, had you looked a fraction of a second sooner or later, you would have missed it. But you caught this change. So um, it unlocked as we it approached. It unlocked. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to check for traps. Yeah, go ahead and check for traps. Oh, no. That is the wrong <laughs> 
right. Much better number. <laughs> plus, all right, so 16. 16, yeah. Uh, it's not trapped. Okay. Um, it, it, uh, other than that really weird thing you just noticed, it seems like a completely normal door. Yeah, it looks open. It looks fine, but it unlocked as I approached. Oh. Be uh, on your toes. Okay. I'll open it. Yeah, and you open <clears throat> it. And at this point, I need a marching order. Who's oh, who? Oh, it's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm first. <laughs> You're first? Okay. Chadwick is last. Chadwick is last. I'll go second oh, so okay. I can sneak off. Azriel's in the middle. <laughs> okay. Um, and so as you open the door, you start to see the interior of the room. As you're entering, Chadwick, I need you to make a dexterity saving. Oh boy. Chadwick rolls a seven. A seven. <laughs> you start to feel, as you're stepping through, it's almost like a spidey sense. You feel on the back of your neck, you start to feel the wind of what can only be a blade start to come down right on top of you. And you just, out of instinct, feeling this rush, you tumble out of the way very ungracefully and you turn around to see the see the blade and there is absolutely nothing there uh sorry i tripped oh yeah no totally yeah be, you, more, be more careful chad this yeah. is a big old dangerous place. i said be on your toes not off your toes oh right sorry about that uh i'll tie my shoes better yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, if you need help with any knots, I got you. I got you. I'll help you out. Oh, I can tie my shoes. All right, I'm just... A noble adventurer. Oh, yeah, no, you got this. I believe in you. Great. Yeah, no, Asriel's real good at knots. That's, like, all I'm... All I'm yeah, I'm good Chadwick kneels to tie his shoes. <laughs> okay. Are, uh, are they untied? Nope, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you enter... Uh, there is, you see a black marble fireplace at one end of a sweep, uh, one end of the room, and a sweeping marble staircase at the other. It is Ooh. actually this. Right on top. Uh, so now you guys are in here, and if you want to go ahead and place yourselves. Did we come from this way? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So you're, you're in, you're in here now. Yeah. Oh, oh. Here, just be doing, You, do, you, do you have the grippiest little thingies. <laughs> so you see that black marble fireplace. Mm -hmm. There's a sweeping red marble staircase. Uh, on the wall, there is a long sword with, as you uh, kind of just give it a glance, you see that same windmill insignia on the hilt of the long sword. The wall, the wood paneling along the walls is very innate. Ornate, not innate. It is ornately uh, sculpture, uh, sculpted with images of vines and flowers and nymphs and satyrs. There are, you can see there's several doors, including a little cloakroom that is kind of open, and you just see several black cloaks and, and a top hat. And that is this room here. Fancy. And everything is really well maintained. It is, you know, everything's polished, everything's clean. We should go check on the baby. Yeah, we should, we should find a nursery. Uh, yeah. Chadwick calls out, hello, is anybody home? That's not We're here to help. No. <laughs> it's Chadwick and friends. Ah, great. And you just hear the echo of your voice. Why don't you tell them how many we are, how many weapons we have? There are four of us. No, we have uh, <laughs> one, two, three, 
You have weapon, right? Does my tongue count? No. Oh, then one weapon. One. Well, okay, so one, two, three, four. You have. No, I'm weaponless. Oh, okay. Yeah. One, two, three, four. I got. You have a dagger? I got perhaps? a dagger and a crossbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so, think they nearly need to know six. that, to be honest. Oh. I mean, just in case. What if they're afraid? Anyway, that's all I'm just thinking about. We're armed, but we mean no harm. We do not mean to scare you. Here. Yeah, especially if you are a baby. We didn't mean to break into your house either, but that is like the only way we could get in. So, sorry. We didn't try any other way first, but... We did not try the other way, but we figured We're... there was a baby that needed help because they are small, like little hamsters. Anyways, we going up first or down? <laughs> the nursery is upstairs. Nursery is up, yeah. So we... People do not put their babies in basements most of the time. Okay. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> Please. Okay, uh, are you heading, so you're going to head upstairs? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you start to head upstairs. Make an investigation check. Everybody? Um, yeah. Anybody who wants to. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> Me neither. Six. I got a nine. 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 Yeah, you're just, as you're going up, you're kind of noticing, running your hands along the Rails? railing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Banister. <laughs> Banisters. And they are really nice, ornate carving. And again, everything is like, seems recently polished. Okay. So you head upstairs to the upper hall. And as you come up to the upper hall... I'm just going to move you guys on here. You see uh, above where the fireplace was below, and you can see the smokestack continuing. You see a wood-framed portrait of what you assume is the Durst family, because you see and you recognize Rose and Thorn, mm-hmm. um, and you see very dour, again, almost purplish in skin tone. <coughs> all of them. Uh, all of them. Okay. Uh, Goose, what must be Gustav and Elizabeth, and Gustav is holding a swaddle baby. Ah, Walter. Yeah. Uh, everybody go ahead and make a perception check. Hey. 17 for Chadwick. Uh, 23. No, oh, very nice. Uh, 16. 12. 12. <laughs> Doing his best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Asriel is just really noticing some of the brushwork. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> and it's nice. This was a pretty good uh, painting. Everybody starts to kind of notice different things. Chadwick and Osric, you notice in this painting that the mother, that Elizabeth Durst, is glaring at the baby. Mm. Like, somehow in this painting, they caught her side-eyeing this baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pilfer, you... You, you kind of clock that, but something else catches your eye. And uh, you see, again, there's all these intricate carvings. You see on some of these doors, they're carved with, at first glance, it looks like youths are dancing in fields, like a May Day uh, type of thing. But as you approach and you get a little bit closer, you actually see that they, they're not dancing. The little kind of clouds they're playing under are actually swarms of bats. And what at first glance appears to be used dancing are actually children running from like swarms of bats oh. carved into the door. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the decorating sense just got a little weirder. There are also four suits of armor in this hall, and the visor, uh, the visors of these suits of armor are all shaped like uh, the head of a wolf, and each suit of armor has a spear. Rick, that's 
pretty dope. That's so dope. <laughs> Look at that. Oh man. Do you think like it's not for people with wolf heads? That would be crazy. Uh, Chadwick's gonna look more closely at the suits of armor, trying to assess their quality, value, and maybe even time period. Okay. Uh, roll investigation. Investigation. You got that. Is a two. A two total. Two total. You you can't kind of place time, but they seem, you know, they don't seem like anything you would really want to take into a fight. They seem more ornamental than, like, what you would wear. But they're really well maintained. That's a lot more information than I was expecting for a two. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Maybe it's inaccurate. <laughs> this uh, definitely comes from an era with worked metal. <laughs> yeah. It's not from the Stone Age. Uh, so are the doors closed on this level? Or are they any of them open? They are all closed. Okay. What do you guys think? I'm gonna listen for a for a baby. Osric's gonna listen for any baby sounds. Roll a perception check. Let's do it. Fifteen. Fifteen. You hear what might be a cry, but also could just be the wind whipping through this drafty house. Osric knows what a baby sounds like. He's yeah. gonna go that direction. Okay. Um, that is actually coming from above. Oh. There's another. The staircase continues oh, up. Oh yeah. Up. Apparently they put the baby in the attic. So. What a wild place to put a baby. That's silly. Well, I don't if there's know. a monster in the basement, maybe it's the I, safest place. Yeah, That's yeah. true. You make a whole bunch of sense. Also, also, according to this portrait, maybe that baby's a jerk. Yeah, that baby. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's the case. Do you, see, do you see the look that the mother giving the baby? It's possible that the baby isn't the mother's. Maybe it's a bastard. Right. Wait. Oh. Yeah. It can be a bastard baby. That happens a lot. And it's okay. Oh, no. I appreciate your open-mindedness, Azrael. You're welcome. We should head up to the attic. See, I had assumed the baby might be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go upstairs. <laughs> okay. As you start to go, Azrael roll perception. Oh, beans. <gasps> Dumbest of the dummiest. Uh, 14. 14. You see a mirror? It catches your notice because when you look into the mirror, you see the face of your brother. Cool, 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 cool. And as you're looking at it, it looks cool, great, cool. like growing from that face is a skull that grows out of the face, opens its maw wide, and seems 3D movie style like it comes to take a bite at it. So Asriel is just flipping backs up and is like, oh dang, did y'all see that? Roll a dexterity saving throw. Oh beans. <laughs> Bish got nothing. Mm, oh 16. 16. As you You're gonna up here. Oh. You've got you've got these saves right here. Okay. So you just whatever it says next to dexterity. Nothing. That. Nothing, Great. honey bear. <laughs> got nothing. Uh 16 still enough. Uh, as you are kind of startled by by that skull, you kind of stagger back and Almost fall over the, the railing of the <clears> stairs, <throat> but you were able to hold on to the rail and not go over. What's Did on? any of us also see any of that? Uh, you just saw Asriel look at this mirror, have a reaction, and almost fall over the stairs. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's, I thought I saw something, but clearly I did not. And it's just shadows, folks. No, let's just keep, keep going. We're all gonna... There's a lot of... Sp- 
this house is weird. <laughs> yeah. What a weird time. Yeah, maybe you maybe, maybe you stick close. Yeah. Israel. Maybe we, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we bunch up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Away from the banister. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's it's, let's yeah. go on to the wall side. <laughs> I've fallen from many a mizzen mast in my day and it has only broken two bones ever. That's, is that that's good? Is yeah, that no, that's great. Oh, that's okay, like good. some good. That's some good. That's a good sailor time. We should keep going. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As you start to go up the stairs, you hear a loud crash. All of you hear a loud, a loud crash, and one of the suits of armor is gone. Oh no! That's not good. That seems bad. <laughs> oh man. We need to go up the stairs. Yeah, Azric's gonna pick up the pace upstairs. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you keep heading up uh, to the third floor. Uh, Chadwick pulls out a, his crossbow and loads a bolt. That might be a good idea. Uh, uh, Pilfer has his rapier. Can Azriel also load a bolt and him crossbow? <laughs> sure. Great. That's a good idea. <laughs> Thanks. That's my first adventure. <laughs> Osric continues to hold his halberd. <laughs> okay, so you go up again to the third floor. The first thing you notice here, I'll let you guys do that. <laughs> the first thing you guys notice there is that the nice, spotless, clean house is uh, not so clean anymore. It is dirty and dusty, cobwebby, and looks like it has not been kept up in a very long time. Mm-hmm. So, somebody called the maid, right? <laughs> right? Good one, Osborne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was funny. That was good. And there is a suit of black plate armor at the top of the stairs. Uh, it, cool, cool, cool. Is the armor dusty and junk like the rest of the place? No. Ooh. Are there any footprints in the floor in the dust? No, no footprints. Azric, why don't you poke that armor and see if it moves <laughs> in a different way than you expected an empty suit of armor to move? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to kick it over. <laughs> You're going to go to kick it yeah. over? Mm-hmm. Roll. Lay, lay it on me. <laughs> Yeah, roll, yeah, make an attack, an unarmed attack. 22. 22. Yeah. Uh, you kick the, the the suit of armor, and it just, you see it almost dents in the center and just kind of slumps over. And as you go to, like, push it over, there it, is. <laughs> it puts a hand, its hand moves and uh, puts its hand on your hand. Everybody roll initiative. Yeah. What do I roll? Uh, so you're going to d20? Mm-hmm. And then you're going to add this number, which is a big old zero. Yeah, <laughs> that's my boy. Real dumb. hi yi yi 15 for Chadwick. Okay. Pilfer. 19. 19. Uh, Osric. I'm going to preface this by saying Osric's real spooked right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, he got a five. Five. Uh, gentleman's five. <laughs> gentleman's Asriel. Uh, 14. 14. All right, so Pilfer, you uh, are going to go first, and I don't have a mini for a suit of armor, so I am going to use... I have one. Oh, you have one? Sweet. Thank you, Uh, Medium? Uh, Yeah, awesome. So Pilfer, you are first. Where is he? Is that where he's supposed to be? Yeah, that is where he is. I'm going to say that you're right here, Osric, right next to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, and let's get some. Can I move here without provoking an attack? Yeah, you're still in his yeah. threatened range. All right, I'm going to try and attack. Okay. So 15 
15, your, and that's with your sword? Yeah. Uh, you get what should be a straight and true, but the armor just kind of glances off the armor. Okay. That's and it. so, uh, anything else? No, that's it. Okay, Chadwick. Chadwick lets loose a crossbow bolt. Also, a sound that you would expect to come from maybe a little girl. <laughs> uh, like a, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That is 15 with the, the crossbow bolt. Uh, same thing as, uh, as with Pilk. It is straight and true, but the armor is just too thick. It does not penetrate the armor. Well, it does what not I'm, seem to make purchase. What if the armor is what I'm trying to hit? <laughs> then I struck successfully. Then you <laughs> struck successfully, but it did not seem to do any damage to this armor. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, and so, Asriel. Uh, can I do a lightning lure? Uh, now, you've no, not rested I've not rested yet. Rested. So, okay. do you have this, is that a, was that a cantrip or a? That is a cantrip. Yeah, you can do cantrips yeah. all the time. Okay, dope, my boy. Um, what do I roll again for this? Help. Uh, it's a good question. Uh, uh, yeah. Usually for spells, you don't have to roll anything. Yeah. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Unless it's a touch attack. Um, I think that one, they have to make a save. Because I figure lightning and metal probably do something cool. And that is all I got, folks. Yeah. So, I don't know if lightning knew uh, There's a spell called Shocking Grass. Shocking Grass? That actually does that. If uh, they're wearing dope. metal armor, they take the extra damage. Oh, dope. I'm going to find that spell. So, a strength saving throw. What is your spell DC? What does that mean? It's at the very top of the oh, sheet. Oh, okay. Right 13. Okay. So, whenever someone has to make a roll, that's against, to save against stuff you're doing to them, that's mm-hmm. the number they gotta beat. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so you send out this lightning lure, and it definitely, like, you can see the electricity go all through uh, this suit and armor, uh, and you can roll damage to uh, 1d8. Which one is that's a d8? The, the sharp, the sharp diamond. The pointy boy? Yeah. Okay. Oh no, I'm left-handed. I cannot do anything with my right hand. <laughs> Listen. Ah, great. A one. One point of damage. Plus. Yeah, because it's probably just one. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's just, just, just the Dope. Yeah, a lot of spells don't usually have anything added to the damage. That makes sense. Does that pull the suit? Because it's a lore. Because I wanted to chuck it. Yeah, and it <laughs> so, um, it would be pulled up to ten feet in a straight line toward you. Dope. But you're already it's next already to right on. Oh yeah, it's already right on me. <laughs> so, by me. Uh, so he's just gonna chill out. He's there. just gonna chill. <laughs> just gonna chill. It is now the armor's turn. Yep. So the armor is going to just reach out its like armored gauntlet and slam toward Osric. Do a good punch on me. Yeah. <laughs> 14? Uh, nope. Yeah, so it just tries to slam against you. And same thing as everything that's happened to the armor. Mm -hmm. It gets you, but you're just so tough and hardy that it it just is like uh, the buzzing of flies to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, And Osric, is your turn. I don't think... Is, am I grappled? Because he had he like grabbed my hand. He he just did a spook on. Yeah, me. he just okay. did a spook on you. He didn't uh didn't like hold on to try right. to grapple you. I don't have a whole lot of halberd swinging room. Unless, I'm gonna take a step back. Someone wants to push my big boy back one, and then um, it does get an attack of opportunity. Oh, you're right. Make it happen. Okay. Hey, I ain't scared. Uh, that is a twenty-two. Okay, now I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
And that is four bludgeoning damage. Oh, that's not bad. But now I get to do a halberd swing on him. Uh, 17? 17. That does not hit. We'll find the number someday, fellas. Yes, he, again, <laughs> seems to, this time he just actively with his gauntlet mm-hmm. uh, knocks the uh, blow away. Uh, Pilfer, back to you. All right, I'm going to attempt to jump onto the back of the armor. Okay. Uh, this seems like it's going to go great. Acrobatics? Um, yeah, make, uh, make an act, yeah, make right. an acrobatics check. So 11 total? Sure, yeah, you can, you manage, it's pretty hardy and big, oh, so you manage to climb up and be on top of it. All right, I'd like to slide my sword underneath his helmet, and uh, any kind of opening? Yeah, there's definitely an opening there, make an attack. No, That's yeah, 18. 18 plus 43. Yeah, that hits, right. um, so roll damage. All right. Alright, so 10 total. 10 total damage. Uh, Bardic Inspiration can't be added to damage. Not on damage roll, sorry. Alright, 4. 4 damage, okay. Sorry. No worries, you're welcome. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you you slide it in, and where, if this were a human wearing a suit of armor, you would totally slit its throat. Um, you, you just basically, you see your sword kind of poke through the back of the helmet. But it's still going. You definitely did damage to it. It reacted to that. Okay. But it's still going. Chad? Chad is going to just take another shot with that old crossbow and sort of like take a step back down the stairs a little to get a little further away because he feels not great. Yeah. So let's do that. Take another shot of that crossbow this time. It's a 20. Uh, that hits? Yeah. And that's going to deal a little piercing damage. Four of it. Four. Okay. So, yeah, he levels that crossbow right at the armor's uh, chest and puts that crossbow bolt right in the old middle of the chest there. And you, you, you manage to, like, find the spot that you had already kind of dented, and this time it pierces through and you see it react. Mm-hmm. If it had, but, like, metal creaking mm. is what it sounds like. No, thank you. Uh, so, Azrael. Ah, uh, dang, folks. All right. Can I, I don't know, also just shoot it with a crossbow? Yes, I have a crossbow. Yeah. Yes. But I, I'm too close. I, I yeah, you're I'm, too it's close. It's up in my business. Yeah. So should... You mm, can back away. Yeah. Or you can... I think it just is going to give you like disadvantage if you shoot that close. That's yeah. true. Too close. Can you can back away, but that will also uh, give him an attack of opportunity. Unless you uh, already true. used it. Uh, it is... It is... No, you're right. It is not back to its turn yet. So it, it has already used its attack of opportunity. Oh, unless cool. it has combat reflexes. <laughs> yes, unless it has combat reflexes. Can I use Mage Hand to do something with it? It's a cantrip, so I uh, can use it again. Uh, mage no. hand does it only interact with objects up objects. to 10 pounds. Oh, yeah, nope, never mind. <laughs> Him, big boy. Yeah, eventually, there's a spell Big B's hand that oh. you can just start slapping people with. Pew, but. pew. <laughs> okay, can you can back down the stairs and can throw I a crossbow? Can I back down bolt? the stairs and throw a crossbow bolt? Sure. Dope. And how do I roll for that? You roll the big boy. Okay. Uh, and then you should have an attack. It should say on your character next sheet. Next to your crossbow. Right next to the crossbow. It's got that plus two right there. Okay. 
Thank you, folks, for all of your assistance. Well, <laughs> four. <laughs> a four. Yeah, it's not doing shit, is it? Uh, no, no. It is. It glances off the head and almost hits Pilfer. Cool, and sorry. And stinks, uh, <laughs> sinks into the wall. And you sorry. get a stink eye. Ah! Ha ha ha. tried to correct for the swaying of a ship and then realized there wasn't a ship swaying. Yeah, a ship swaying. It is the armor's turn, and all this, like, so it, things have started to actually hit it. And so it has this creature on its back, so Pilfer, it is going to, it uh, actually has multi-attack, so it's going to take two slams toward you. Oh, no. Great. Pew, pew. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Slams uh, you into the wall there. Uh, 22. That will definitely hit. That is seven points of bludgeoning oh. damage. Oh, no. Hachi, hachi. That's not good for old Pilfer. <laughs> so, uh, actually, Pil- uh, Pilfer, make a dexterity saving. Now you can have that bardic inspiration if you want. Which, uh, which you should. Yeah, I will. Uh, actually, it might not matter. It might not, but... Eleven. Eleven. Five. Oh, yeah, okay. Twelve. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, so it's it's now armor and is kind of bucking around and, and your struggle to hold on, but you can't quite maintain your grip. However, you do land on your feet, um, and it is going to take another swing toward you. Twelve. Uh, new. And so just as it kind of turns around toward you, as you drop down, it just swings right over your head. Nice. Osric. I'm going to hit this guy again, but for real this time. Okay. Uh, that's a natural draw. Okay. Uh, yeah, roll. You just, he having him turned around to try to take on Hilfer, you just got a straight clear shot at him. I got, I got to be mad at him. That's four. Rolled again. Yeah, so you can, we, you can either, you can either roll twice or we can do the double, double, just double the dice, however you like. Uh, whatever you guys are cool with, I'm cool with. Yeah, we didn't really discuss that. Which do you guys think is more fun? Probably rolling twice. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's rolling do it that way. Because yeah. that, yeah. that, that'll goof things up real right. good. Uh, so seven, ten. Ten points of damage. Yeah, you got it real good. And it's starting to, to show signs of damage. That's slashing if it matters. It does not. Okay. Nice job. Pilfer, it's back to you. You're on the ground now, but you're on your feet. I'm going to sort of bring my cloak around my face yeah. and drink a healing potion. Okay. <laughs> uh, make a sleight of hand check. Oh, yeah. I get it. Roll for catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, yeah. You do this great flourish with your cloak and you don't think anybody else. In the heat of battle, you don't think right. anybody else notices. So, what, how, how much is a healing potion? Uh, so a healing potion... I think it's 1d8. Potion of healing. It is 2d4 plus 2. <laughs> uh, so, so four total. Okay. You gonna do anything else? Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I'm just gonna oh, back. And, and I think, and just uh, a house roll. I think you can. I, I don't think it should take an action to drink your own potion. I think you should be able. You can do that as a bonus action. All right. I will try to throw a dagger at him. Sure. 18. 18. That just hits. Hey. Nice. Hey, we found the number. We found the number. <laughs> yeah. Four. Four points of damage. All right. Yeah. Do you get that when you throw it? Do you get that bonus? The plus three? Yeah. No. All right. So it's just one. What, what is that bonus from? Is that your... Oh, do you get to add your... I mean, it's not... Str- oh, you're adding your dex to it. Right. Um, yeah. Do you add your dex with throwing weapon? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you're also within stabbing range of it with the mm-hmm. dagger. All right. So I could have stabbed it? Yeah. 
All right. Yeah. So I stabbed it. And you just, yeah. you know, give it a quick shot in its gut. You can see it's, it's, it is definitely feeling worse for wear. Okay. Chadwick. Chadwick is going to let loose with some vicious mockery. <laughs> you big dumb suit of armor, look at you staggering around trying to deal with these fleshies all around you. <laughs> you ain't even got a neck, do you? You ain't got no neck at all. And he gets a wisdom saving throw to resist the effects of my vicious mockery. Okay, and what's uh, your spell DC? 13. Okay, and you see the suit of armor just kind of cock its head at you and rolled a t- natural 20. I'll try that. Tell him no one will ever love him. That'll get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Azriel. Do I have enough? Uh, have I rested to do another magic missile? You have not rested. Dope! How, uh, have you used all your spell slots? Do you... What do you mean? So. In what regard? Does it show it on here? Teach uh, me. Let's see. It's going to say at the top of the first level spells. What does that mean? Oh, right. yeah. So you got, I got two, right? So it yeah. says you have two slots? Yes. That means you can cast two of these per day. Oh, okay. But it has not been a day. Well, per long rest. So you've only, we think you've only used one, probably? Yeah. Oh, you have used two. You've definitely used magic missile twice. I have? Gosh dang. So what you can do as you're playing, see next to where it says two slots, there's two little circles? Yes. You can cross those off as you use them. So then we know, and then erase it when you take a long rest. Sick. Which is why we use pencils. Yeah. I have not been writing anything on this piece of paper. Ha ha. Dope. Can I shoot it with another crossbow? Sure. Because that's all I got. That's the difference between the cantrips, is the cantrips you can do all day. One all the time. time. All day, every day. Okay, thank you. Never run out of those. I got not a whole bunch of stuff to do. I mean, you can cast cast crossbow pretty good. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. Plus two is not great. No, no, it's not. We're going to find out, though. All right. Ten. I guess that's a ten hit point. Can I cast crossbow? <laughs> yeah. You you cast crossbow and oh, no. it, can I do uh, a, car, a crossbow? How yeah, do you say shoot, it? you shoot. Yeah. Is that a D? I thought that was a twenty. Is it a twenty? You just rolled. Did what I did, not? What do I roll with a crossbow? Oh, that was the right dice. Yeah, so that's the right die, and then you add. And then count. add. Yeah, it yeah. was an eight plus oh, two is okay. ten. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so you fire you fire a shot off from the crossbow. But that shit doesn't do shit. It does not. It doesn't almost kill Pilfer though. <laughs> Again, I am so sorry. Let me explain real quick what I feel like you're missing. There's yeah, a step here. Do. When you use, when you make a physical attack rather yes, than casting sir. a spell, which yeah. is what you just did, you roll a d20 as your attack roll to see uh, whether or not that attack succeeds. Thank you. Uh, and that's a that's opposed by their armor class, which is based on 10 plus their dexterity bonus. So if they're dodgy and quick. Um, plus, they get to add their armor bonus as well. Uh, and both, if you roll higher than their armor class or equal to it, then you get to deal damage. Dope. So if you deal damage, then you get to roll a second die, and that's going to be determined by what kind of weapon you're using. So for the crossbow, it's a d6, and that determines how much damage you do. So if you succeed on the attack, then you get to roll damage. In this case, your attack roll is not high enough. Yeah, no. So (laughs) you don't deal any damage, so you don't have to worry about the second roll. Sweet. Okay. Thank you. You are so welcome. I know nothing. That's fine. That's good. That's fine. I'm disappointed that, or um, I'm ashamed that none of us thought to explain that to you. Didn't pick that up. (laughs) No. Yeah, so this creature is just armor, so he's He's (laughs) difficult to hurt. 
Speaking of the armor, it is the armor's turn. And so it's going to actually, it's pretty beat up and it is kind of looking around and is going to take a step toward. Uh, well, it's not going to do that. Uh, it's going to swing at Pilfer again. Are there, are there <laughs> oh, wait, five no, steps in 5th edition? No. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you can just move as part of your... But you know, can't, like, move without provoking. As, a, if you, you can, if you, as long as you stay within the threatened range. Right. Yeah. But, like, the five-foot step from, like, earlier editions or, like, Pathfinder where you don't right. provoke, that, that does not happen in 5e. Okay. Unless I'm wrong, in which case. No, because there's because like the rogue has that special ability that yeah. lets them do that. And, yeah. So that is a twenty-two to hit. That hits. Okay. Oh, sorry, anyone can do that, but it's a special action called disengage. Right, where, which takes an action. Which takes your action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is uh, three points of damage. Now it is going to try to close the distance with Osric, and so both of you will get an attack of opportunity. That's That seems like it's making it happen. Yeah, 23. That's a hit. Four. Four, Four points of damage. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it, get it in its back. So in what's it. happening here is when something moves out of or into that those squares, the five squares all the squares all around you within only, five feet of you. Only out of. Out of sorry, you're only out, out of. of. Not, not into. Yeah, when something moves out of your your range, you get to smack it one more time before it. Oh, cool. it That's called an attack, attack opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. Basically, it's like turning its back on you and trying to walk away. And so you get to hit it. Yeah. And be- or try to. Try to. And yeah. Osric's yeah. weapon has reach. It can threaten long because it's a big long pole. Mm-hmm. And so it is technically leaving his threatened space. I when think it, when it moves towards him. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <clears throat> Osric gets an attack of opportunity as well. Big pole. Seven. Seven. You you come like try to come straight down <laughs> it's on too it, close. and it just like bounces <laughs> off. But it is your turn. Oh no! Wait, no. He is gonna take an attack at you, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he rolls a natural one. He goes to swing, and that seemed to like shake him up a little bit, and he actually slips. The armor clangs down on the floor and is trying to get up, but it is it is prone in front of you. What a goofy oh, idiot! <laughs> like a little turtle. <laughs> I'm gonna make that mini prone. Yeah. Um, and prone, you get advantage attacking, right? Uh, yeah, if you're firing from a ranged attack, it has disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, but up close with a melee attack, you have advantage. Uh, that's another critical. That's another natural 20. Natural 20, all right. Uh, yeah, roll your damage. This this thing made me very mad. <laughs> Defying my very first hit so hard. Hey, Amber, for your benefit, what just happened, because the armor is prone and he's attacking it from melee, he gets what's called advantage, so he gets to roll two d20s instead of one and pick the higher one. Okay. He gets to keep the higher roll. And Whereas disadvantage, when that happens, if you were to try and shoot your crossbow at the prone guy right now, you get disadvantage, which means you roll 2d20 and take the lower one. Noise. Thank you very much. So welcome. Because it's, it's easy for me to melee hit a man who's laying down in front of me, mm-hmm. but harder for you to shoot at a man who's laying down. Yeah, emotionally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hot 13. 13 points of damage. Yes, 13 points of damage. Wait, I'm a great weapon. You get a third D10? So it's still 13. No, if it's a 1 or a 2, I get to re-roll the damage. Uh-oh. But I get to take the next shot. So still 13. 
so yeah, describe how you do it. You you take it out. Oh yeah, I just I just bring it down and kind of hook it in and like can opener style. Just le- use the leverage of the the halberd to just just open it up. Yeah, you just it's using a natural le- lever. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> you do. You you open the open the tin can of this uh, former formerly animated suit of armor. You open it right up. And it is dead. <laughs> it is dead. Could it die if it never truly lived? It is so. destroyed. <laughs> that's good point. It is no more. That's 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 deep. <laughs> that's got to be fucked up a little now. <laughs> Listen, I read a whole bunch of stuff. I cannot read well, <laughs> but I should read. It get should, a bunch of stuff. I should give me, it a shot. And I should try. Yeah. So it is. That armor is destroyed. Bye.